am Christy Ballard Fellaini. I am a certified life coach who found herself at 42, freshly divorced, kids off to college, and having never dated in my adult life. I was starting in the middle. If you haven't yet hit start on your middle time in life, let's do it together. Let the journey begin. You are listening to Start in the Middle with me, Christy Fellaini. I am your host. Hey, just to introduce myself, I am a trauma-informed certified life coach, and I help midlife women who are craving connection in their lives so that they don't have to feel like they are doing life alone. Because as a midlife woman and having been married for, in my first marriage, 21 years, and now in my second five years, I know what it feels like to feel lonely, even though that you are married. And I also know what it feels like to be divorced and to be single and to be completely on my own. Because as I mentioned in my intro, empty nest happened for me at the same time that my divorce did. So it was kind of like a double whammy happening at the same time. So I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to navigate being alone. And so my desire and my dream for every single midlife woman who is either going through empty nest, who is going through a divorce, or who is feeling disconnected with their adult children or disconnected with their spouse, my desire and my hope is that you will listen to my podcast, that you will connect with me because I promise you there are gifts in being alone and there are tools that I can share with you to help you to feel more connected in your most important relationships, because we were not created to do life alone. All right. So today I want to talk to you about you and your spouse or you and your partner. There have been many times when my clients have come to me and shared with me that they just didn't feel connected that they just didn't feel connected even with their spouse. Maybe it's a situation where the kids are just leaving the nest and you guys are trying to rediscover your relationship. Or like I said, in my case, where, you know, even though I am five years into my second marriage, we are still trying to get to know each other. We are still trying to navigate this whole coming together of two adult people who come into a relationship from two completely different backgrounds, two completely different upbringings, um, and just two completely different styles and things that we have been through in our 
40 some odd years on this planet. So whether you have been married for 20 years, 30 years, or like us, year five, I really think that what I'm about to share with you will apply. And I think that will it will help you in alleviating some pain and some possible heartache. I know that it has for me. And the biggest reason is because this is definitely something that I struggled with in my first marriage. And it's something that I am grateful for having gone through. And I'm grateful that I now have the knowledge so that I don't repeat it and bring it into my second marriage. So here it is. No matter how close you are to your spouse, both of you are on separate journeys. You're really forging two different paths. You both have two different sets of needs and you both bring to the relationship two different sets of struggles and baggage. It's almost like a reverse fork in the road. Okay, you know how a fork in the road hat, you're going one way and then it it splits off? Well, it's a reverse of that because you're coming from two different spaces, but together moving towards the same direction in wanting the love, the companionship, and the connection in each other. And these facts really came to light for me as I was going through the trauma training that I did in order to become trauma-informed certified. So the realization of this also brought on a whole new outlook of hope and honestly relief for me. As I'm thinking about my husband and as we grow together in our own marriage, And the reason that I say hope is because through the work that I have done, I am thankful that I've come to the realization that my spouse is not supposed to meet every single one of my needs when it comes to connection. Let me say that again. My spouse is not to meet every single one of my needs when it comes to connection. Now, that doesn't mean that we're doomed for failure because he doesn't enjoy running as much as I do, or we're not headed towards divorce court because he doesn't always understand how menopause really is affecting me like my girlfriends actually do. The truth, my friends, is that not one person is meant to fulfill all of your connection needs. And if you're expecting them to, you're actually setting them up for failure because it's not possible for your spouse to meet every single one of your needs when it comes to feeling completely connected and in community. So what I want to say to you today is that it is okay that you are on two different journeys. As long as you recognize and truly appreciate what your spouse does bring to your relationship. 
And I'm talking the intimacy, the closeness, the feeling of home when you are with them, the comfort that no matter what happens in any of your friendships or with any of your acquaintances, you will always have that connection, intimacy, and the comfort of your most intimate relationship that you have with your spouse. So I have these two friends and I love these two people dearly. And I consider them to be um, sort of my marriage mentors, if you will. And they, over the last couple of years, hit that long-awaited retirement age. They built their dream retirement home close to their grandkids so that they could do all of the retirement grandparent things. Now, she absolutely loves her retirement life. She's available when her daughter needs help with the grandkids. She's right there with her mom whenever her mom needs her. She found a wonderful group of women that she does a weekly Bible study with. And she also enjoys just spending her time working around this beautiful new home. And he also loves tinkering around his beautiful new property too but he also loves and really missed working. So he decided to go back to work. And they both have different needs and are fulfilled in allowing the other to have what they enjoy in order to have their desires for connections to be met. She feels completely connected and fulfilled through her Bible study and being available for the people that she loves. And he feels connected through the camaraderie of his work relationships. So you see how they both have different sets of needs and they're not relying on that one person to meet all of their needs. Here's one problem with thinking that your spouse is supposed to fulfill all of your connection needs. The biggest one is guilt. A lot of my clients say that they feel guilty for wanting to do things that their spouse does not want to do. So they just don't do them. Or a lot of times we hear couples say, we do everything together. And you know what? I think that's amazing. But I also want to know, truly, what is it that is on your heart that you are not doing or you're putting by the wayside because you think that your spouse won't want to do it? What part of you are you leaving behind because they don't have an interest in it? So let me give you an example. My husband once asked me to go to the shooting range with him to shoot his bow. And you know what? That's not really something that I'm interested in. I'm not a hunter. I've never been a hunter. I just really didn't have a desire to hang around watching him shoot. Now, y'all, this could go one of two ways. I can decide that I just really want to spend time with him 
and happily go along just to be in company with him. Or if it's just not something that I want to spend my time on, I can say no. I'm not interested in that. And I should be able to do that completely guilt-free. It doesn't mean that he doesn't go. Of course he can still go if that is something that he wants and something that brings him joy. And I can not go and still be happy with my decision. Because I know at the end of the day, we're still going to come together, enjoy our dinner together, enjoy the time that we do spend together in the evening, and still be committed and completely connected to each other. So right about now, my brain is bringing up some objection here. And I'll bet you have the same thing on your mind. I bet that somewhere you may be thinking, but what if we never do anything together? Wow. This is where you both need to decide where the compromise is. In order to feel connected to someone, of course you need to spend quality time with them. This is where you intentionally decide the things that you do want to do together. Maybe that means trying something new, taking a dance class, trying a new hobby. Maybe it looks like me actually going to the shooting range with my husband and trying something that he likes that I really don't know anything about. And who knows, maybe it will actually be pretty fun and easily turn into a new hobby that we can enjoy doing together. But this is where you have the opportunity to decide if you want to compromise and if you want to try the new thing in order to be in connection with your spouse. So I want to tell you about another girlfriend I have. A lot of times when she is off from her job, she enjoys riding around with her husband as he goes to all his different job sites just because she enjoys being in his company. It's not that she doesn't have anything better to do. It's that she is intentionally finding ways in both of their busy schedules to spend quality time with him. And then they both enjoy it. She also has some really great friendships outside of her connection with her husband that fill her connection cup up as well. So the point is, in order for all of your connection needs to be met, it is okay for you to have different people in your life or separate activities in your life to meet those needs. And maybe this podcast will spark a conversation between you and your spouse if one of you is in the mindset of, quote, we should be doing everything together. Because being in this mindset is going to leave one of you with unfulfilled wants, dreams, and desires. 
You see, if I counted on my husband to love running as much as I did in order for me to do it, I would have stopped running a long time ago. And I promise you, I wouldn't be in the health that I in I am in. I would probably still be drinking and feeling like crap about myself. And I sure wouldn't have cranked out 85 podcast episodes. Because to be honest with you, running is where the majority of my creative juices are flowing. Running is where I really connect with myself. And so if I had decided that I wasn't going to do it because he didn't enjoy doing it, look at all that I absolutely love I would be leaving behind. And you don't have to do that. So I have a challenge for you today. I want you to spend some time just brainstorming. What is it that you feel that you are missing from your life? And what is it that you really want more of in your life? Is it, I want to laugh more. I want to travel more. I want to enjoy some really good conversation. So what is it that you are missing or what do you want more of? After you have completed that list, I want you to look over it again. And I want you to write down next to that want or next to that desire, write down who it is that can help you get that. Okay. So if you wrote down, I want to laugh more. For me, that would mean spending more time with my kids because both of my adult children are hysterical. My daughter has the driest sense of humor that you could ever think of. And my son is just out out and out giddy. He's just funny. He's goofy. And so when the two of them get together and I get to have them in my company, we just enjoy laughing and we just enjoy making each other laugh. If I had on my list, I want to travel more. I enjoy traveling by myself. I enjoy getting on a plane and going somewhere. And I have from a very young age enjoyed traveling by myself, but I also enjoy traveling with my husband. And so I would have him on next to my, I want to travel more. My husband or even my daughter, I enjoy traveling with her as well. Those are the people that I can include in that part of the things that I want in my life because I enjoy doing those things with them. Um, What about, I want to enjoy some really good conversation, okay? Next to that, I would put my friends and I would put women who get me, women who are going through the same exact things that I am going through. These are the people that can help me create more of what it is that I want in my life. 
All right. So you're first making a list of all the things that you desire that you want in your life. And then who are the people that you can be in community with that can help you to uncover these things in your life? This is where more connection with the people in your life comes into play. This may even be an eye opener for the types of relationships that you're actually missing in your life. And I have the tool that's going to help you to solve that problem. If it is that you find that you are missing these types of connections in the relationships that you currently have in your life. If you've not yet taken my quiz on how to have better relationships, I encourage you to take it right after you complete your list. All you have to do is go to my website, christyfellanicoaching.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-F as in Frank, A-L-A-N-Y, coaching.com. Click on the tools to a better relationship button. I give you my top connection tips. Inside the quiz, you choose the relationship that you want to work on. Your relationship with you, your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with friends, and even your relationship with your adult kids. You choose which one it is that you want to work on. It's a super fun way to get the tools that you need to uncover the connection that you are craving in your life. Because guys, again, we were not meant to do life alone. This is the type of work that I share with my clients inside my coaching program. In fact, I received a testimonial from one of my clients, Lori. She wrote, I had this fear that I hadn't really told anyone. I felt safe to tell Christy my truth, and she helped me to explore my secret in a way that didn't make me feel shameful. Christy helped me to see what I couldn't see and gave me the space to just notice what was going on in my overthinking brain. So guys, if you have never experienced the power of coaching It would be my honor to meet with you and to listen to your story. I will share with you the tools that I mentioned inside my quiz, but also all of the other tools that I have learned and that I practice and I now teach to all of my clients. When you apply these tools, I promise you, your life will change. If this is the type of support that you are looking for in your own life, let me share with you the tools that I am sharing with Lori. So all you have to do is visit my website, christyfellaini.com to book your call today. You guys, I hope that this podcast has been helpful. I hope that it opens your eyes to connection to understanding that we need more connection in our lives. We need the people and more people in our lives to completely fill our connection cup. I will talk to you soon. 
Have a great week.